Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network, now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, from the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Pretty Little Liars After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424 256 1729. That's 424 424- 256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Pretty Little Liars After Show. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. Bing is for doing, and we are doing another after show for Pretty Little Liars. We are in Season 4, Episode 3, Cat's Cradle. And, uh... I'm your host, Kelly, and hanging out with me today, I'm Stephanie. It's good to be back with you. Hi, guys. I'm Emma, and it is going to be interesting today. <laughs> it was creepy tonight with the parents. We complained that we never see the parents, and this was we got a lot of parents tonight. I feel like everybody kind of came back in all of a sudden. We were talking about last week that we mm-hmm. had so many people missing, and we got a lot of them back. We did. We did. Even Zach. Zach came back. (laughs) But I wanted a little bit more details. It was just like, okay, we're back. I know. I know. All right. Well, why don't we start out with uh, Spencer and Toby? Because in the last episode, Toby had went and moved the lair, the RV, at A's request to get some transcripts back about his mother's death or her her suicide. Do you guys think that she actually committed suicide? I think that this episode made me lean towards not so much. Mm -hmm. I I felt like when I saw, they they were saying that there was obviously like another step out of the window. Like she couldn't jump directly out of that window. Yeah, she had to clear kind of this other part of the building. Right. To land the way she did. I also noticed that there was like a, I guess like a fence or another like layer outside the window. Like it wasn't just opening the window and it was like a clear path, at least from... Did well, there was a gate I, on the window. Was kind of like a door. I think it it's looked attached like to it's the a, window. Yeah, it's attached to the glass. It looked like there was a knob that you unlock and you kind of push it out. Kind of like a door is what it looked like. And she okay. would have like stepped out, I guess. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. It just made me question. I yeah. guess that whole scenario when he was looking at it, I just was like, really? I feel like there's more to this story. And knowing Pretty Little Liars as well. Well, I love that they went back to Radley and Spencer still has the override codes <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to get in. I actually thought, you know, I. When they said they need to go back to Radley, uh, I thought, you know, one of them was going to go in as a patient. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that is probably the most insecure place ever. (laughs) And, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if Toby goes back as a patient just to get more details because... 
you know, being there one night is not going to solve um, all the mysteries and they need questions I know. answered. So. I know. Well, that's, you know, that's the thing. You know, you're, you're not, you know, you're insecure when you come in. You're not secure while you're there. You know, people are unlocking doors, <laughs> jumping out windows and doing, you know, all, all these crazy things. And it's just, it's funny. But I, I don't, don't think she killed herself. I think she was probably pushed or it's not that window. She, you know. Or she was just kind of dropped there or yes. something. I, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it was the roof and not the window, especially if there was an extra part for her to have to clear or, you know, a different part of the building or something like that. But it looks like, you know, Spencer gave him more of a reason to really dig into it and investigate being the little Nancy Drew that she is. So we'll see if what more is going to come from that. My concern, though, is that is that going to push him emotionally? And I mean, you already saw tonight a little bit of that emotional side of him. Mm-hmm. And is that going to push him to get even darker than he already kind of has been being involved with Mona? That was my one concern. And like, yes, I would want answers as well. But I think in that situation, you have to be careful with someone who's. Yeah. Well, I mean, it looks like they're that it's going that way. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. But. I mean, this is such a deep, deep-rooted thing for him that maybe it'll have the opposite effect. Because he's already kind of gone into that dark place with everything with um, with Jenna and and all of that. So, I mean, how much darker can he really go? Yeah, <laughs> I was about to say that, you know, he, both of them, Spencer and him, I think the reason why they make such a, a power couple is because they've both been on the, you know, the, the dark side and they've survived and came back mm-hmm. and... Uh, I think that's why they formed such a strong bond. And um, I don't think Spencer would let him go to, you know, that side. And um, if anything, I think he's more stable now than he was before. He seems to be a little bit more level-headed. I mean, that's the way that I'm taking it. I'm glad that he fessed up and told Spencer what happened and explained the text message and why he took the RV and I wasn't I didn't think he was going to do that so quickly so I was surprised that he did I definitely agree the honesty that Toby's showing this Mm -hmm. season is so far from where he was in season three yeah absolutely so I'm I'm hoping that as they dig deeper into this that it will have a positive effect on I mean it'll be hard obviously and very you know, st- emotionally stressful, but I'm hoping that it, he doesn't you know, kind of turn back into that dark person and it kind of gives him closure and at least makes him feel better that maybe she didn't do it on purpose. And mm. I think that in itself is something that's been weighing on him. And maybe it'll make them a stronger couple too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It c- you're right. It could go the opposite way. It was just when I watched the episode tonight, mm-hmm. I was like, ooh, that seems like it could go either way right yeah. now. But I think this is uh, going to bring him closure because he's been blaming himself in a way uh, mm-hmm. throughout the whole process, you know, for, for his mom. Um, and I think this will uh, show that, she, you know, especially reading the transcripts, he saw that she, her last words were mentioning him. That she wanted to do better, that she wanted to be happy and she wanted to, to so make it up. that in itself is, um, I think, in a way closure for him to know that she cared about him. Yeah. And, you know, going back to uh, the scene with Allie, how his mom was, you know, so out of it. Yeah. And Allie was making fun of him. I think now, you know, he's able to, in a way, overcome that and to know that she cared about him. Yeah. I wonder if we'll ever truly, like, find out what exactly was her illness. Like, what was the really... They haven't sent specifically, right? I think she was just depressed. You think? Is that why I, she was... I'm, kind of, I'm sensing that it was depression. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't. They they haven't specifically I mentioned I it. I don't think remember so. That, I mean, I would imagine depression would be yeah. a good guess, though. I mean, that seems the most obvious. But I wonder if it was anything. I mean, I mean, deeper than that. I don't yeah, 
bipolar. I mean, I'm going through the list. Well, I think everybody on the show is bipolar. <laughs> I mean, there's about a billion options, and you can start checking them off. But I know. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if they eventually reveal that. Yeah, we'll see. Well, it was nice on the on the plus side of the parents. It was nice to see Arya's mom with her boyfriend at the coffee shop. You know, with being really cute, and you know, he is going to Austria and wants to take her with him. On you know on this adventure for not quite a year but you know a little less than a year yeah and what I mean what do we think about that does she, is she is she a mom is she really a parent does she have kids how could she like, just take off to go to Austria <laughs> I was just thinking I'm like well the daughter's dating an older guy she's dating a younger guy do they have the roles mixed up <laughs> you know Arya's giving advice to her mom and how she should you know be in to be with her new boyfriend and. Mm-hmm take off and go and explore and I'm like what happened to you know are the parents yeah. reverse roles now you know the kids are you know spying on them and <laughs> well I think Arya's motive is trying to get her mom out of town so A doesn't get to her so I think that was one of the big reasons why she was pushing her really or you to, think, I, I think, think so she just generally wanted her to be no. happy well I mean that Probably a little bit, but I think more so because of, you know, and as we'll talk about in a minute, how A is kind of getting involved with the families. I think she was just trying to keep her yeah. out of harm's way. I and mean, she had that text message yes, earlier she did. on yes. in the episode about getting to all the moms. So mm-hmm. get, by getting her mom out, you would essentially be protecting her. But I also thought it was an interesting choice that it was one conversation. That did and, the trick. That did the trick. <laughs> and she was just like, okay, I'm going. And we've only gotten to see um, Arya's mom in a few episodes. It, yeah. Lately, it has not been so But isn't weird, she a teacher? Is it summer? Can she just yeah, leave? Like, like, what's oh, going on? Just, she was just sick. You know, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, someone's busy. Yeah, um, she live. you know, whatever. I think the dynamic is just so weird, you know, yeah. with just seeing your you're sitting in the same coffee shop with your mom and her new mm-hmm. boyfriend and it just seems like <laughs> I know it's very it's, double it's dating okay. <laughs> but it was like double dating separately yeah because yes. they didn't interact as two couples uh-huh. they, they like he sat over there then he joined her and it was just like oh that would never happen <laughs> like my mom would walk over and like be like, oh, we're all here. If you're going to double room. date, then double date, right? <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> oh, we're all here in the same place. Let's all have coffee. Instead of, like, you. looking over at each other, what are they talking about? What yeah. are they doing? But he works at the coffee shop, right? He owns, oh, he owns I th- it. Yeah, he owns it, right? Yeah. I believe so. Yeah, yeah I think he owns it. weird. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's how they met. Because I think she thought he worked there, but he actually owns it. That was kind of the thing with the two of them when they were ah. courting. <laughs> well, maybe Arya will have a Wow, he's so <laughs> Emily works there, right? I wonder if she. Well, she did. Yeah, I think I don't she, know, did. she still does. Yeah. But no, but it's cute, and I, I like their relationship. I think it's you know kind of nice to see to see that, and it not be like an affair the way Arya's dad was, and um, you know, and she you knows she has her dad, so. Also, it's one of the few happy adult relationships mm-hmm. we see on the show. Right. Oftentimes it is, exactly as you're saying, an affair or, you know, somebody lying to their spouse, this and that. Right. And so it's nice to see someone who it's just like this sweet. She, it's it's sweet. a real natural kind of thing. It yeah. wasn't anybody wasn't blackmailed <laughs> or, you know, well, lied you know, to. At least or. she tried. She came back and tried to work things out and yeah. it didn't work out. So she has to move and... Um, I don't think she they have any 
harm, you know, bad feelings towards one another. Um, no, and I think it's and I think it's okay. I mean, the kids are teenagers and they have their dads, so why not? You know, why why not take off for a bit? Yeah, why not? Um, but what do you think about Arya and Jake and that whole dynamic? I, f- I feel like it's a little forced with those two. I think he's forcing it. That's what I keep getting is he's like really questioning her. Like, why do you want us to like all the same things when they're sitting down to have a movie night? Like everything mm-hmm. he wants to know. Um, a lot about her very quickly is what mm-hmm. it's feeling like to me, and it's. I- make- I think he's just pushing her buttons. I don't think he's trying to get to know her. I think he's testing her limits and where she hmm. where she cracks. And I think maybe he's doing it as a tactic because, you know, he's obviously teaching her self-defense. But you also need to have that mentally as well. Maybe. Hmm. Could be. I don't know. See, it made me question his intentions again. I know we talk about it all <laughs> the time. But he's right. Why do you have to like the same things, you know? And I think she, for her to completely get over Ezra, she needs to let that go. You can't compare, you know, what you used to do with one person, you know, versus now you have someone new and they don't like black and white movies. Okay, yeah. well, yeah. you make sacrifices and you meet in the middle. True. In, in the real world, I completely agree with you. <laughs> this is Rosewood. Hundred and ten percent could not agree more. In Rosewood, when you push someone, it just makes me like, be like, "What's your intentions? Like, how do you like? Are you going to push her to do this or that?" I don't know. Maybe I'm just questioning everyone at this point. I'm not sure. I don't know. I didn't really get into it that deep, as deep as you guys did. I really just thought he was simply, why are you stressing it? Relax. Why are you so nervous? Because he actually does say that. Why are you so? Why does it make you nervous that we don't like yeah. the same thing? Because she does seem a bit uptight, like straight, you know, kind of sitting up straight, not really relaxed in herself. And to me, I just thought he was just trying to get her to take a breath and be herself. And it's mm-hmm. okay to be different. You can be you and I can be me and it can be okay. Yeah, And I think that um, why she's so stressed, though, is it's clear when she's forcing him to watch this black and white movie mm-hmm. that she may not be over Ezra and everything that happened mm-hmm. there. And that's kind of what you're seeing. So maybe that's the way. It could play out I mean, out it as could well. be. And you also have to think about it, too. When she was with Ezra, do you really think that she did all of the, the things that she did or liked the things that she liked because she really liked them? No. Or maybe it was because she thought that the, she should because she was young and wanted to seem older. I was going to say seem cultured to a yeah. guy who's, mm-hmm. like, into literature, into right. museums, all of that. So maybe this relationship is going to really kind of open her up to just herself. Like, what do you like? I mean, I've seen people in relationships that can't even tell you what their favorite color is because it's kind of like, well, what is yours? And, you know, some some people, that's just kind of, you know, what they yeah. do. What do you want to eat? What do you want to do? I, I think that's mm-hmm. especially true mm-hmm. of a high school, college right. relationship. When you, somebody's older and you feel a little bit inadequate, you want to kind of seem that you fit. Mm-hmm. No, so. I, I definitely agree. But at the same time, maybe it's a way for her to push him, you know, away to, you know, show him I don't. Know. I don't know what she's doing, trying to do. I don't but know. I, think I she don't needs really to let her guard down. Yeah, I don't feel like she's pushing. I think she is very guarded. I think that this it's just weird because it's not Ezra and it's different, and it's not and you know and it's not easy. It's not automatically comfortable the way it was for the two of them, and that in itself is just hard. It's not really anything against him. Yeah, and I think he's kind of making a mistake in that he's trying to put her at ease like why are you but it's probably making her more tense that's kind of what you see yeah it could that, be mm-hmm. yeah and it'll be interesting to see if she stays with him or, right or or decides to 
find yeah. someone else, someone her own age, maybe. Well, and you see how defensive she got with um, Spencer. Yeah. Once, you know, she thought that, did, I mean, what did you guys think? Do you think that Spencer actually made kind of some kind of face or comment or anything when she mentioned that she was going to see Jake? See, I didn't really see it. D- did you notice it? Um, I, I don't think the girls are taking her seriously. I think they they know that she's just doing it to seem like she's over Ezra, but mm. they really know that she's not. So it's putting up a front of mm. being something you're not. Just to cover up, you know, what and your it real could emotions be are. Because she was so defensive about it. So maybe, and it could just be as simple as she doesn't feel comfortable, so she feels the need to be defensive. Yeah. But yeah. I, I don't think they're going to be lasting much longer because, you know, even in the coffee shop where he makes the comment about um, her mom, mm-hmm. it just seems like every single thing he says or does is wrong. Is wrong. <laughs> Poor guy. Yeah. Ezra, you uh, yeah. know, she gave up her whole family for him. Yeah. <laughs> this time she just looks at him and like, oh, sorry. <laughs> oh. The only real mother-daughter relationship I feel like I saw tonight was Emily and her mom. Like, her mom was being a mom. Yeah. Get in the car. What are you doing? What's going on? Let's figure this out. Yeah, but I mean, it's interesting because she, as soon as I saw the yank, yeah, uh, uh, and it was kind of this like long yanking of the injured arm. I was like, mm. oh, someone, yeah, someone's calling Take a on picture, her. Send it to A. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it makes you think too to go back and just look in the crowd. Yeah. Like, just look and see who's kind of standing in the background and see, you know. Something we'll do later today. Yeah, I know. <laughs> if only there was all that time to keep rewinding. But, yeah. I mean, she works at the police station. Really? Like, yeah. out of well, all people, I mean, you know not to do something like that. I don't know. Like That's that. probably why I should never have children. <laughs> <laughs> Get in the car. And Emily, like, you know, as much as I hate agreeing with Arya because you shouldn't lie, but <laughs> this is what the whole, you know, <laughs> is all about. what it's about. Uh, yeah. It's such a small lie compared to what they've been through that she should have just told her mom. You know, especially but lying with, is still never good, guys. Yes, don't <laughs> lie. But you know, she should have still told her because you're in pain, and obviously your mom knows that. So right. it's not like you're doing it to overdose, right? Um, and no, she shouldn't have manhandled her in public. And you know, and Emily did overreact. So it was just kind of a bad scene all the way around. And now A has gotten, or so they think, has gotten involved and called, you know, Child Protective Services. And now they're investigating the family. And so it's going to be, you know, interesting to see kind of where that goes. And her dad is coming back as a result of that, which I thought was a surprising turn because I don't think we've seen a lot of her... No, yeah. we haven't seen him in a while. Yeah. No. But I think he has a different effect on Emily, and I think she's closer with um, her dad. Mm-hmm. It would just because of... I think know, they have a more natural kind of connection than she yeah, has so, I think with her mom. More, more understanding of her. Understanding and acceptive of mm-hmm. who she is. We're, you know, we've seen it in prior seasons of Maya and, you know, right. the whole thing that um, broke down with her mom. But mm-hmm. um, I think he needs to be back. I think... You know, they need to have parents in their lives. But how weird was it that her mom is standing there talking about it and it's she's like in the shadow, like in the dark? Exactly. That has to mean something that she, you know, because it's like she's blurred out. You don't and even right get to see her. right before she gets a text message well, right after, mom. Yeah, right after. Behind, no, it was before she walked in. Remember, huh? that's how she woke up. No, she got the text message and then her mom walks in. So yeah, she saw the bars. Yeah, she saw the behind <laughs> bars photo first. 
But even if they take her away, you know, she has her dad and she, they're going to be 18 soon. So, <laughs> God, you don't even care. <laughs> Bye, mom. <laughs> Let's look Cheryl at the positive time. side. <laughs> God. That's funny. I don't know. But I just thought it definitely has to mean something that she was in the dark and kind of blurred out from that scene talking. So Secrets. something dark has to come out of this whole situation. Well, I mean, we already know it is, but there has to be something more like that. There's a reason why I feel like there's a reason why everything is done in the show. Yeah. It made me question, I guess, whether it was even her. Like, did a have a recording? I, I don't know. Like, right, Cause we don't see, we don't uh-huh. see her. Yeah. So was it actually her at the door? How did we, I mean, I would imagine. So wouldn't you notice if it was like someone else, but it, yeah. she, you yeah. couldn't see it. So it, Seemed like a big. I know. I don't know. I think it was definitely her, but I think it was meant to symbolize, you know, that maybe I think either she has secrets of her own, something is Mm -hmm. going on, or, you know, it has to do with, uh, you know, not having a presence in her life or not being around for that much longer. Yeah. Because you're kept in the dark. Mm hmm. So, Mm, good one. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. I don't know. Well, then we have the creepiest mom of all. <laughs> At least in the last couple of episodes. What is up with Hannah's mom? Okay, seriously, <laughs> I thought she had something to do with Wilden, but now I'm like, I think she's just dating someone, and she's trying to hide it from Hannah, and I have a feeling she might be seeing his her dad again. Why? And they're just really? covering it up. Really? I don't know why I thought that, but I didn't until he stopped Caleb on, uh, you know, on the street. To- why was Caleb walking in the middle of the street by himself in the dark? How did it go from the afternoon to nighttime? He, so just, he just got back to Rosewood, like, <laughs> cut him a break. <laughs> but it was so funny. He's just like walking the streets at night alone. And here comes Santa's dad. OK, well, let's back up. First of all. Hannah's mom has been acting weird. So Hannah goes to see her at work and has still been kind of questioning the fact whether was she really in New York. All they need to do is prove that she was in New York because Hannah's really worried that they're going to blame this whole murder on her. And a lot of this episode was centered around this this whole scenario. So she goes, her mom is still being creepy and secretive and not really being open. There's the flowers on her desk. She finds the thrown away thank you card basically stating that her mom was not where she said she was Mm. going to be and storms out. So she's talked about all of this with Caleb and they're going back and forth as to whether they think that she was involved or not. But neither one of them think that she actually committed the murder. But Caleb takes it upon himself to go and see Hannah's dad, which I thought was, you know, a nice gesture because Hannah does need, um, especially if her mom's in trouble, she's definitely going to need her dad. And where has where has he been? He just doesn't care. Yeah, I don't I don't like his his attitude. The way you know he uh, tells Caleb basically like I don't really care what happens. I'll take that into consideration. Like uh, <laughs> it's not a client. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but he kind of came back around and right. is showing. I don't know. Like I completely agree with you in the first scene, and then in the second scene, it was like almost overly concerned. But I think he's more concerned about the gun missing. And then, it being blamed on him because it's his gun? Yes. Yeah. Then really the, the situation with his daughter and his yeah, ex-wife. I, mean, I don't think he's concerned about Hannah. I kind of think he's concerned about his ex-wife, though. 
Do you think, or do you no. really think that he's just worried about getting in the middle of it and getting blamed? I think he's probably thinking, my gun is missing, Wilden is dead, mm-hmm. my ex-wife obviously had something to do with Came him. Came over they asking dating, for money. So I'm going to look like the obsessive ex-husband who got rid of him. Right. <laughs> and what was she asking for money for? Yeah, I don't know. To do you think that that's true? That the, Do you think his story is true? I mean, if she was asking for money, I'd, she could be because she wanted to get out of town after she did whatever she did i don't, I don't m- think she would go to him out of all the people that seemed odd to me but, yeah. I, but I especially mean, I know. you know when um when hannah was it hannah or caleb that says that you know they've been communicating through attorneys ever since right uh, so they pulled the stepdaughter out of uh, rosewood high so why would she just all of a sudden you know walk into your house when you're having a party exactly it's definitely to ask a red for, flag yeah and then not only that but to ask for money yeah Definitely, I, I don't know. I think that there's something not quite right with that whole story. Was she trying to pin it on him, do you think? I don't think she was there. I personally don't think she would, you know, go to see her ex-husband. To I think maybe money. he did see her, but I don't necessarily know if I believe that she actually went to his house. Or unless he's trying to test and see how much Caleb or Hannah know about, maybe. about yeah. them. Which is why I'm saying yeah. I think she's, she's seeing someone. It might be her ex-husband. I don't know. I don't know if I don't know. Weird. They were sneaking around. I don't know what's. But they did it before. So, luckily, we're only in episode three. I know <laughs> we have so many unanswered questions. Yeah. So 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 many. But I just want to take a minute to remind you guys to please um, go to iTunes, download the podcast, rate and comment, leave your comments. We love to read them. We love to hear your feedback and get your thoughts and predictions for the coming season. It's a lot of fun for us. So and it keeps the. It keeps us going strong here, so make sure that you go to iTunes and do that. And you can also go to YouTube and leave comments there, too, as we read those as well. So thank you all to the people that have been doing that. It's been a lot of fun, and the tweets and stuff, too. I love to hear everybody's theories. I know. That's the best part. I'm just like, (laughs) oh, because we come in here. We always say this right after we watch the show. So when we hear all your new theories, we're like, oh, we could have totally. We see that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But before we go on to any topics, I have to say, and we all made comments about this, Please, whoever is dressing up the girls for this season, <laughs> <laughs> I i don't like it. <laughs> I was thinking at the turquoise dress, I'm like, what is she wearing? <laughs> she went from like being the, you know, uh, how do you say the like? Fashionista? Yeah, fashionista, upscale, you know. <laughs> well, I think it just might be this new fashion trend that's kind of come in it's a little bit it's a little bit 90s mixed with a little bit 80s and it's just a little bit yeah it's too hippie-ish for me like i feel (laughs) like um i was gonna say i think they're they're like aiming to do something unique and a little edgy yeah each girl's style but sometimes they're really successful at it and other times they're like oh that that's interesting like that could be different i mean they've been able to maintain mona (laughs) at least But then, I, yeah, Hannah wasn't so bad this episode. Her outfit seemed to be a little normal. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it was really like Spencer's one outfit was a little out there. I think uh, Emily had one that was a little out there. But yeah, and Lucy Hale wasn't bad tonight. No, yeah. no. I think the blue dress is probably the one where I was like, wow, and the white boots. <laughs> <laughs> they reminded me of those Mary Poppins. Boots. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I don't, I don't know. What do you guys think about the fashion? Leave us a comment. And let us know if you're if you're digging it or if you want them to go back to the way that it was i don't know all right so what else about this wilden murder hannah goes to the police station she sees the oh. board 
The board is super creepy. Yeah, mm-hmm. kind of. Everybody's photos on the board. And all interlinked, and you see how it all leads back to him. Mm-hmm. It's like a family tree. I was say, <laughs> it's like when someone writes out an entire theory for Pretty Little Liars. That's what it reminded me of. It was like the show writing out their own yeah. theory. Their brainstorm in the writer's room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Literally. no, everybody's, yeah, everybody's on that wall, and she was trying to take a picture of it before she got caught. So she didn't get to show it to the girls, but it makes her nervous. Her mom's photos on that wall. And, and then she runs into Melissa at the police station. And I don't know. I, I still, there, there's something absolutely off with Melissa. I think she absolutely knows more than she's let what on. I want to know is maybe I missed it, but what happened to her baby? She was never pregnant, right? Wasn't she? Yeah, it was like a fake. Yeah, it was a fake thing. She oh, was never really pregnant. Okay, I completely... <laughs> Yeah. didn't catch that but i was yeah. like i'm looking at her i'm like where's your kid <laughs> yeah no it was it, it was all that she was never really pregnant what do you think of uh, yeah officer holbrook is he creepy or i don't know i'm torn on that one honestly i don't know i don't know if to trust him i don't know if he's really just trying to get up to speed and really and just wants to know who everyone is or if he's well, he's definitely up to speed because he has everyone connected. <laughs> well, I don't know if that was, but you got to think too. That could have been halfway already there. But Wilden, and then and then they that's what they added in, and then interlink that. So he's got Wilden's notes. He's already, you know, he got he knows a lot of the story from Wilden's side. So I wonder if he's just kind of trying to go through it for his own perspective, or if he's on the bad side too. I don't know. I, yeah. Well, I think he has too much information, and it definitely wouldn't have been in Wilden's notes. Willem wouldn't have said he's dating Hannah's mom, you know, to well, no, I think that no, but I don't think that's why that's why my question the last time um, last week was, were they like really his police notes or was it like a diary or like something like that, that he kept like his own personal notes? Like, that's the thing that I think that is weird, but it's not like they hid that they were dating. No, they didn't hide that they, you know, had a relationship. So I don't think that. No, but I don't know that you would put it up on the wall of your workplace either. No, yeah. I know, but that's what I'm saying. Like, oh, I think with the girls and all of that could have probably yeah. already been like outlined with Allie, and then after he, they kind of added that stuff in, and I right. think they got a lot of the information from his notes. But I wonder where it really his police notes, because even when we meet Officer Holbrook, he makes the comment about you know, Wilden being almost borderline stalkerish. So why would he write that down in his police notes? That's what's just something that's always kind of, it doesn't really sit right with me. So I wonder where did he get all of those details from? Anonymous tips from it? Could be. Maybe he is working on the A-team or he is the A-team. I don't know. Everybody's on the A-team in my mind. (laughs) (laughs) I keep on trying to uh, figure out if it's a female or if it's a male. When, Mm -hmm. you know, episode on my... It's a male. <laughs> Next episode, I'm like, it's a female. So I know we were trying to figure it out today. I, I mean, yeah. today I felt like we got a longer clip with the black glove than we typically have in the right, past. Right, we did. And so I lean towards female tonight. Everyone can tweet me about how it's definitely a male. <laughs> totally. <laughs> I, get it. I just no. leaned that way. Like the reflection in the x-ray mm-hmm. um, made me think that. Maybe Mona, even I'm gonna say it. I'm afraid. <laughs> <laughs> I she wasn't in this episode. She wasn't at school. So where was Mona? Yeah, she was off doing dirt, probably. Mm-hmm. But even with Melissa now, she's possibly going to San Francisco or London with this internship. And the comments she makes to Spencer, mm-hmm. maybe it's to, time for, for you to leave too. If I'm we like, know what's good mm-hmm. for us. Mm-hmm. And even in the end, too, when they have 
when she goes into Spencer's room and ha- they have that little talk and she asks her the question, if it was between someone you loved and me, who would you choose? And of course, we don't get the answer, but, you know, acknowledging the fact that they don't get along and why they don't get along or a possible reason why. And it's just a very interesting conversation, I thought. Yeah. Maybe she is getting ready to kind of take off or go start a new life somewhere. I think she's either going to take off mm-hmm. or she's going to reveal something. Yeah. It, it, I feel like they're kind of at that point where it's got to go one way or the other. She's either going to mysteriously leave again and we're mm-hmm. not going to see her for seasons to come. Right. Or um, she's going to reveal something that's going to set them in a new direction in this crazy kind of investigation that they have going away. Do you think they're going to find some stuff in um, Allie's notebooks maybe about Melissa? I mean, they have. I know we'll talk about it in a little bit, but the mask. Right. Yeah. And then they have, well, they have the new notebooks. We, we, right. That, um Hannah went to pick up from the house. Right. She went to get Tippy stuff. I was sad we didn't get to see Tippy. Where's Tippy? <laughs> Tippy better be okay. We don't always get Tippy. <laughs> Tippy better be okay. Yeah. But I'm wondering if there's anything in those notebooks that can that talks about that. And then from that bag of stuff, that's where they find the mask. Well, the alley face mask. It's definitely planned. They don't just, you know, hand over a whole bunch of old stuff that is not useful. So, um, yeah, I mean, there must be something that I guess is a new going to be a new clue for them but what about the uh the quote too about you know the mask that's immortality my darlings like Allie was so weird <laughs> she is which you know we we keep on seeing mm-hmm. i think whatever she's done or she planned it pretty well <laughs> because it's like everything is tying to one another well just the more and more that we go through this and we get to see kind of her personality like she was such an like a you just a and not really like weird in a bad way, but she had a lot of dark issues. Like the reason that she would, why would she want to have these masks in the first place? It's like she, they, they find the mask, they go see the artist who comes out of his little shed looking like Dexter. It's like, <laughs> yeah. what are you doing in there? But, <laughs> it, correct me if I'm wrong. And you guys could, you know, tweet us and let us know what you think. But wasn't he in the, uh, the police station when Hannah was walking out? They were questioning someone. And I thought that at first, but I think the other guy had longer hair a little are bit. Are you sure? Because maybe like, you guys <laughs> let us know. I, I thought about that too, but I think the guy sitting down had his hair was a little bit longer, but, I, but I don't know. I'm going to have to go back and look at that. And, and confirm. But no, so, that's a good idea. Yeah, I thought it was creepy. I'm creepy. like, I thought I just saw you sitting down at the yeah. police station. Now, you know, they're knocking he at your door. He was creepy. He was very creepy. And for them to trust him to put, you know, mask. Well, they kind of didn't have a choice. That, <laughs> but that's why <laughs> Arya picked up the hammer. <laughs> I, I don't know why, but I always feel like when you walk up to like something creepy like that, wouldn't you just be like, I'm good. I'll leave. There's a mannequin sitting outside. This one. That like, they're no. like, I've had enough. No, I'm not going in there. But they're like game for anything and like they're a little investigators. What else so. is going to happen now? They've seen dead bodies, graves dug up, houses on fire. I mean, they've yeah, almost I mean, been burned alive. I mean, nothing can, nothing can, you scare know, scare them. No, I found the mask, like that whole cabin, a little yes. over the top. Well, and of course, Hannah's running around kind of investigating <laughs> the scene and that's where she finds that mask of Melissa. Yeah. 
painted like the Flash. <laughs> it was like red and gold. Yeah, I was like, yeah. Ooh. That was creepy with gold glitter around the eyes. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah. It, so, what do you guys think? They speculated that maybe they went together. Maybe one of them followed the other. I mean, I don't know. What do you think? I think Allie was definitely following Melissa. You, you know, think? as she's been doing, um, you know, any other time that we see something. You know, the whole reason why they were after Allie was because she was following them and she knew things about them so mm-hmm. um you think she was it was kind of a tag-along thing like the way with her relationship with cc and she just really wanted to be part of that crowd so she kind of got herself in bad situations and just really wanted to be one of those older girls i think she just wanted to have something on melissa to you know see what she's doing and she probably you know followed her to see where is she going now and um mm-hmm. why do you think melissa had that mask or had a mask made i wonder it didn't even really have, uh, you know, it wasn't like Allie's mask, so it was kind Well, this of is the only one that he the, had. We don't know the original. We don't no. know if, if, if she had something else made. This is just the one he had at the shop. She could have had one made like Allie. Like, we don't even know that. Yeah, because Allie's was definitely looked like Allie. I didn't, mm-hmm. This one didn't look like Melissa. I was, like, trying to figure out how they figured that out. Yeah, like, it just... To me, it would look like... Well, they, you know, they figured out the phone number, so they're geniuses. <laughs> Come on. They're, they're, like, the best at putting yes. together a puzzle. Absolutely. Um, no, but that's what I'm saying. Like, he could have just had the, the mold and made it into something else, but Melissa could have requested, a ma- you know, a set of masks of her own. Like, we don't know what yeah. why she was there in the first place. That's what's going to be interesting to see. My one thought was that were they masking the A team or the people involved in it and were they all wearing the same? Ooh, could be. I don't know. That was just my one thought of why you would make multiple masks of yourself because I don't really idea. believe the fact of like, we wanted it so all my well, friends... And the, well, they've all been wearing them too. Throughout. So we know that the A team has those masks because they've yeah. been wearing them throughout. Yeah. So, I mean, that could that could be. I don't know. I, I don't guess know. we'll... Yeah. I don't know. I guess we'll find out if... Uh, Social services is going to come in and shake things up. Mm. I thought it was funny that the mask guy told Emily that she would make a great Medusa. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm not sure that's a compliment. <laughs> not even close. You know, but she was she was brave though for letting them put that mask on her face. Yeah. Um, and also, I mean, what's going on with with Hannah's mom and the bathwater and her standing in the bathroom and that whole conversation, but you know, with the door between them was a little odd. I thought, and just her behavior in general. So is she feeling guilty? Is she contemplating, you know, hurting herself? Like, what? I don't know. I mean, she's the one who has, I feel like, all the secrets at this point. I mean, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of characters with secrets on this show, but she's the one who is keeping what I think, because she's lying to her daughter. She has bath water running when she's standing there. (laughs) A bubble bath at that. We looked at each other and we were just like... Oh, like <laughs> I thought somebody was gonna like really be strange. in the tub or something. I thought she was in there with someone, and yeah. then you know, until I saw that you know she was just letting the water go. I felt like in a way she was cleansing herself out of you know this Could her be. sins yeah. or whatever mm-hmm. she's done that we don't know about. Yeah, I mean she threw the dirty shoes out. I mean we don't really know what she was doing in the mud and, and all of that. So I'm sure it, it'll come out, you know, hopefully yeah. soon. But. I don't know. So many questions. I feel like this episode was, <laughs> there were no answers and just many A lot of jumbled <laughs> stuff. Yeah. 
<laughs> many more questions. Well, we got to see more people. And, and you know, we know that more characters are going to pop back in, which is going to be kind of fun to see. Right. And how they all intertwine and, and come together. But I want to see somebody get busted for breaking into Radley. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, no, everyone cannot know the codes. <laughs> it's not okay. And I'm I, I want to see Mona back. I want to mm-hmm. see what she's been doing and what she knows. And... Um, I have a feeling that Toby's going to start seeing uh, the doctor again. And I'm telling you, that doctor. I'm telling <laughs> you that, especially with the x-ray at the end. That doctor is coming back. That doctor has something to do with it. I've been saying it for two seasons. Yeah, like, how did A get the, the x-rays? I'm telling you, that doctor. How did they get the override codes for Radley? Telling you what's her I can't, I ne- Dr. Sullivan. Yes. So, Dr. Yes. Sullivan. Yeah, <laughs> finally remembered. It's gonna be like the end of Pretty Little Liars, and Kelly's gonna be like, "Yes, I knew it the whole time. I knew it the whole time." Oh, well, my maybe gosh. they'll reveal something. Well, we know that the liars are suspects. I like the hashtag. The liars yes. are suspects. Mm-hmm. So we'll see kind of how much the the cops are gonna dig into that. And uh, but I love how Mona was so naive. She's just like standing there and looking at the whole picture, you know, of the the map and stuff. I was like, hurry up, take the damn picture. Oh, Hannah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah, I know. Like you just waltz in there and you're just. Well, I standing. love how he stood like right in front of the camera too. <laughs> yeah. She tried to be slick about it, but I don't know. Well, I mean, I think that. I don't know. There was a, a lot of stuff, but what do you think? How, do we? I think I think we're good. I don't know. You guys, if we missed anything, or you know, you want to get more into it, please again go to iTunes and YouTube and leave us comments. And you know, you can always follow us on Twitter, and we can continue the conversation there. But why don't we get into some news and gossip? After Buzz TV News. So we were just talking about the officer Holbrook. Um, he. You know, has made this appearance in Rosewood and Sean Ferris, who all my friends love and are very excited. He's on this show. Um, so cute. Yeah, he um, did an interview with Hollywood Life and he talks about that um, that his character is a young guy. Um, so he he's sure that he, they, he finds all the liars rather attractive, but he doesn't know yet if there's a possibility of anything happening romantically oh. with one of the liars. So a little interesting tidbit. He won't admit to anything, but it's definitely possibility out there in the universe for sure. And then Lucy Hale, you should definitely check her out on the cover of Lucky Magazine. Um, it's the August edition. I'm sure you will see her. She's in an adorable hat on the cover. Um, and she talks about a lot of different things in the article, but one thing that she does mention is that off the set, she, you know, we talk about how they dress with all these designer, <laughs> designer clothes. She likes to keep it low-key offset. She says, I'm always hearing that I have a small-town vibe. I walk around in my gym clothes and my baseball cap. <laughs> and in fact, in the article she's wearing, I think it's a Giants cap. Um, it, it, they mention it at the very beginning of the article. And also, we have a little news on Ian Harding, who we didn't see oh, in right. tonight's episode. Hopefully, he'll be back soon as well. He um, actually has been taking part in, let me find it, the 24-Hour Plays, which is an annual Los Angeles event here here in Los Angeles, (laughs) obviously, and it's six short plays that happen within 24 hours. So he did that with Molly Sims and a group of, oh, and Jamie Chung. So nice. Really fun to see him. I think it would be a great thing to see him live. So hopefully he'll be doing more live theater as well as being back on Pretty Little Liars. Awesome. Well, is is that all you got? Is that it? 
Is that, is that it for you for gossip for this week? Yes. <laughs> All right, well, let's get into some predictions. Now, you're after Buzz TV prediction, predictions. Ooh, it's a little different. Ooh, I like it. <laughs> All right, what do you guys think? I swear the doctor's coming back in that. <laughs> what about you? I actually don't have any this episode. No? I'm kind of like, I, I don't know. They didn't really give anything. Now I was thinking Melissa was, you know, the the one with the the burned face, but obviously, you know, we see her, she's back, and it's not her. Right. So I really don't know. I don't know who's on what team and hmm. who's. Who. We haven't seen Cece in a while. I wonder if yeah. she's still playing a part. I in still all of have that. a bad feeling about Paige. You guys don't hate me, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't think she's in with the right intentions, but if I'm wrong, I will apologize. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, sorry. Good. Oh, I was just going to say, I feel like Emily um, is definitely going to confess to her uh, little, I guess, trying out her mom's pain medications, taking mm-hmm. her mom's pain medications, as to save her mom from whatever is going to mm-hmm. go wrong. I don't know if she can save her from A, but at least. You know, get her out of trouble with, with the child services. Yeah, maybe she'll confess a lot of what's going on with A. Just in that in that sense. I mean, yeah. maybe that's what the girls need to do. Yeah, maybe and just kind of see what happens, or maybe they'll all end up in Radley after that. Who knows? <laughs> Me, but don't. confessing that would mean that you know she can't swim again, right? Because that would go officially on her record. Yeah, if, if if she was well, if she was using them recreationally, I mean, I don't know. We'll have to check and see what the rules are. Since she really, truly was in pain, just because they weren't really prescribed to her directly, yeah. is it wrong? Seven, eight, nine, <laughs> ten. Who knows? <laughs> is it wrong? I don't know. But I'm excited to see what happens next week. I definitely feel like we got a lot more questions than we did answers in this episode. So it just keeps getting better and better and darker and darker, as they said. Yeah, I mean, this season, that's what they said at the beginning, was that it was going to be a dark season. They were absolutely right. Well, it's definitely living up to that. So thank you guys again for hanging out with us. Um, Make sure to check us out on iTunes and YouTube and follow us on Twitter at AfterBuzzTV. And you can follow me at Kelly with an IE 079. And you can follow me on Twitter at Stephanie Wanker. You guys can follow me on Instagram and Twitter, Real Emma K. And we'll see you guys next week. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 